0: Hello travelers, this is Paula Schmidt, and welcome to my theater of the mind, Evening's Kingdom. For today's episode, I have a thought exercise that came to me the other day. Uh, But first, a little update. Visit Evening'sKingdom.com and check out my newest offering, alchemizing anxious energies. Anxiety is awareness, an ultra-aliveness, even our teacher. You are the universe experiencing itself. Feel what it wants you to feel. This course of guided meditations for sleep, journaling, embodiment, and the somatic healing of Anxious Energies teaches you practices to channel in everything you need to receive and heal your own self. Morning practices, before bed practices, journaling prompts, even a quick meditation you can do when you're feeling triggered, if you're having a panic attack, or you just want to reset your day. Let me say it again, my love. Anxiety is awareness ultra-aliveness. It is even our teacher. Discover who you really are. Voyage into energy with my course, <laughs> alchemizing anxious energies to integrate, experience, and arise centered in your truth and in full embodiment of all your powers. Visit eveningskingdom.com or my Instagram, and dip into the chorus today. May it bring you calm. So, as you will know if you follow me on Instagram, for the first time in all my life, we have an indoor cat. My wonderful husband took me to a cat cafe for my birthday a few months back. Now, all his life, he's had what we thought were pretty significant cat allergies. I am a huge cat person, huge animal person overall. But I've always really loved cats. I was over the moon that he wanted to have a kitty with me, but also nervous because we've had porch cats for years and years. He can't really touch his face after them, all this stuff. So I didn't want him to feel like he was sick for 15 or 20 years while we have this little fluff bunny. But we have discovered that if Gita stays inside, she doesn't get pollen on her fur and... He's not allergic to her at all, which is good because she's up in his shit all the time. She is obsessed with him I mean, he's obsessed with her. <laughs> Having this little kitty live with us is a total joy. We're totally obsessed with this cat. And because Gita doesn't have to hunt for food, she's constantly inventing games for herself. She plays fetch She hides things for herself under doors and tables and scrabbles them out with her claws. She does the zoomies, carries her toys around and keeps them with her in her food dish while she eats because she doesn't have to hunt. Her favorite toy is her collar, which metaphorically I love, right? Playing with identity and all that. But Andrew and I were talking one night and I said, Why do you think she likes that so much, specifically out of all her toys? She loves this little pink collar with a bell on it, which I might add, she never wears. I bought it for her when she was a kitten because I was terrified we were going to squish her in the refrigerator. Anyway, she immediately took it off. And and so he says, probably because it feels like a bird in her mouth. And I'm just, (sighs) because, I mean. How much of our own reality is this? Most of us, we don't have to hunt. So we create games for ourselves with stakes that feel very real, but for something which is entirely just a construct. We're carrying around little pink collars with bells on them, not birds. Gita cries when we put away her toys. Her distress is real. Her happiness with these things is real. And her collar means many things to her because she's always been inside. It's a false bird. It's a false kitten. It's her friend. (laughs) I won't call it a false friend because that just seems too sad. It's a channel to interact with us because she's taught us to throw it for her. Anyway, all this to say, I invite you to consider, are you chasing false birds? or real ones. To clarify, there's no right answer. Modern culture is a false bird almost entirely, a chef's artistry, a poet's masterpiece. Aren't these vehicles, stylizing, trying to capture and preserve a peak experience, say, at a campfire, storytelling after a great hunt? Friends at our side, security, a full belly, a sense of wonder beneath the stars, limitless above us. The false bird is maybe the apex of human culture. The real bird is the humanness at its core. Here I'd like to take a quick break, my beloved husband. (laughs) Thank you for believing in me, for finding and enchanting our little... Gita monster, for letting me hypnotize you as I record. I know you secretly love it, and I love you so very much. Back to the show. False birds, or real ones. If you're chasing a false bird, can you replace it with another? Construct another which might better serve your goals? Put this another way, what do you want to want? in order to enjoy your reality, your full present. Decorating our homes, our bodies, that's totally okay. But recognize this is a false bird and we can get totally obsessed with this. We could spend our entire lives, every aspect of our lives chasing this little pink collar. I'm speaking to myself here too. Andrew and I are really enjoying nesting for the winter. We've really let ourselves put down roots and be in one place for an extended amount of time. Having a cat feels awesome. Really being in our space, letting ourselves just be happy now, and play, decorating, that feels awesome. And yet, paintings, rugs, lamps, that's all false birds, the real bird. That's security, shelter, Being home in your body, home in the moment, home with your beloved, who is simultaneously a magnificent, unknowable other on their own journey, and so you will never experience them quite as they are exactly this second, ever again. Second by second, we change. This second will never be here again. It's gone being home in that, the now, now, now. The peace with that, the being with that, this is what it means to be in our space, wherever it is. So perhaps we want to want practices which cultivate that instead, practices which bring us into the here and now, cultivating more of that meditation time, meditative practices, making love, doing dishes, not multitasking, just doing one thing at a time, such as eating dinner without your phone, reading a book without a cup of tea. Here's another example. Again, there's a bit of a setup here. Theme for this particular episode. Please stay with me. So I released a new collection of guided meditations, sleep meditations, da 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 da, called Alchemizing Anxious Energy. I hope you will check it out. It's on eveningskingdom.com. But I am also working on this new fantasy series. Keep in mind, writing a book takes a million hours, and I'm doing all this in my spare time because it makes me very happy. So you're probably going to be hearing about this thing for a year before you read it, unless... You are an early reader. Hit me up if you're interested. Anyway, this new series is X Files with witches in it. It is super fun. And anyway, in episode two, they are in ancient Egypt, which got me thinking about coal, as in K O H L, eye makeup. This is the stuff to do the smoky cat eye look of Cleopatra's, which is beloved all around the world, right? chasing after the way that gorgeous wet depthless classic egyptian eye makeup looks is chasing a false bird this is an ancient false bird to be sure the ancient egyptians especially loved and venerated beauty but the real bird of that style of eye makeup the original point was protection against the evil eye It's interesting to consider how so many things which are fashionable actually stem from romanticizing the only part we can easily see. Usually this is the shallowest part, a tiny little signifier which, isolated from that which moves it, means nothing, really. We romanticize the signifier while losing the soul of the experience, the experience of the experience, which is what we really long to be within. So that eye makeup, wearing that eye makeup, the soul of it is making the recipe the way your grandmother taught you at home in her kitchen. If you're in India, this is burning a cotton wick in a dish of oil with a brass dish turned over on top of it, letting that burn for hours. And everybody's family had a slightly different recipe with what you'd add. Then you scrape this suit into a little pot and apply it to your closed eyes with a tiny little sword. Protection. Your grandmother's prayers protecting you and her own great-grandmother's prayers way before that. It's you walking out into your day with this protection, with this braid into your past, braid into your future with your own ancestral line. For you will teach your daughters and sons the same recipe of love, beauty, and protection. That is the soul of the experience. Love and protection. That's the real bird. (laughs) You can apply this to so many things. Let's look at storytelling. The root of storytelling. The real bird. What is it? Guiding a hero's journey. Elevating, expanding, connecting that hero to all consciousness via ordinary and non-ordinary realms. That's the real bird. A book in a bookstore. That's something else. That's a cat playing with her collar. Genuine joy, genuine happiness. But the real bird beneath the false bird is transcendence and nothing less. Maybe, as you sit with this, you notice some things in your life are false birds that you don't even mean to have been chasing in the first place. Maybe you just started doing it out of habit. Get quiet and find the meat. What is the real heart of the experience? The soul. Be that. I hope you have fun with this. I should have said up at the top, take out your journals, (laughs) you can always re-listen. This is Paula Schmidt, and thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, hit follow on Spotify, or if you're listening on an iPhone, you can scroll down in the app and click five stars for this episode. I would love that. Thank you so much. And if you love fantasy and Zen vibes, don't forget, please visit me at EveningsKingdom.com for stories, guided meditations, and now this epic embodiment course with practices holding the channel for you to heal your own self and discover who you really are. I had so much fun making it, and I promise. All these practices feel so good. Voyage into your deepest subconscious. Meet your deepest selves and heal. Integrate, experience, rise calm and centered in full embodiment of all your powers. You are the universe experiencing itself. Feel what it wants you to feel. Honor your energies, alchemizing anxious energies. Boop over to eveningskingdom.com or my Instagram, eveningskingdom, and dip into the course today. May it bring you calm and many real birds. Please stay tuned. More from me is just down the road.